The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. shit together you can do this all right it's not like last time you got this pull yourself together nope what the fuck is that hey mike what the fuck are you doing back here buddy um i'm 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 saving bruce what the i'm saving bruce willis it's I almost have a cure. For, this is for, the fucking for, back office of Crossplay Video. I have a cure for phasia. And what we're gonna do... For phasia? What yeah, the fuck for, is for phasia? phasia. What, what Bruce Willis has and what we're gonna do is... I, I, I have this. So, when I'm done with this potion, okay, then, then I'm gonna do like Donald Pleasance in Fantastic Voyage and you're gonna like we're you're gonna shrink me down, okay? And then when you shrink me down, you're gonna like we're we're gonna get a DeLorean. I'm gonna invent a DeLorean, or get a DeLorean and make it a time machine with a flux capacitor, and get into the time machine. And then what'll happen is we'll go back to the day that Bruce Willis was born, like maybe 30 minutes before he was born, and then you'll inject me because you'll you'll dress up as a doctor. And you'll inject me into his mother's veins. And then when I'm in his mother's veins, I will go into the uterus and into whatever the fuck that sack is and fucking inject embryo baby Bruce Willis with the cure for aphasia. 
and he'll, you know, he'll never get it, and then he won't have to retire from acting, ever. That's the plan. I like it, don't you? I love it. It, it, it. It's my best idea yet. I swear to you it is. How long have you been back here with the door closed and these chemicals? Well, let's see. It is now... Um, it's now 8.55. I got back here because the store opened at 10. Right. Um... But I got here at about 6 o'clock this morning because I, I got a really good lead on, on, on what chemicals to use and formulas and shit. So I got here at 6 this morning because I wanted to make sure I had a good head start before the store actually opened. Mike, you and know it smells like fucking cat piss back know, here, right? If I... If I if I do this, you know, maybe I should try to drink this myself because if I drink it, who the fuck's watching this story? Um, you. Um. Jesus Christ! All right. Yeah, I got Set this. This aside. I got let's, this. Let's go. Close out the store. We'll record Dude, the show, and then yeah, and then you can go play if you're here. I I think something's gonna blow the fuck up. We have to get out of here now. Run, run. Fuck it. This year, two slacker idiots will reunite to try and save their local video store along the way their past, and some seriously heavy supernatural forces will try to stop them. Join John Rose and Michael J on their quest to save Press Play Video, and maybe, just maybe, save the universe. Tony's gonna fire me. He's gonna fire me. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, worst case scenario. He'll probably keep you around because you're crippled and he feels sorry for you. Also, I'm pretty sure you get something because you're crippled tax-wise. I hope, I hope so. But, you're probably not gonna be manager anymore. I'm a worthless cripple and I need to get to that That's That's true, but it, shut up for two seconds. I gotta intro the show. We're gonna talk about Bruce Willis. Alright, since you wanna fucking talk to him, talk to him. You wanna fucking talk about him, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking do that. That can be tonight's episode. I know I had this whole grand thing planned out, but we'll talk about Bruce Willis, okay? I just wanted to inject myself into his mother. That's not right. She's an old woman and probably dead. In a little Jetson space. No, but she wouldn't be. Alright. Because Shh. in the DeLorean, we would have went Shh. back. We gotta do the podcast now. How Tony wants us to do the podcast, remember? 50? Right. 50? No, he's 60. He's 60. Holy fuck, he's 67 years old. He's an old Hush, man. Hush, Cripple. Hush, Cripple. We have, I have to save Calm him. Calm down. Calm down, Cripple. He's got to make Die Hard 6 John McClane prequel sequel mashup thing. <sighs> okay. All right, and welcome to VHS Life. See, oh my intro it. God! Ow! Oh. Fuck you! You're gonna edit the shit of you rambling about you burning down the back office, or not really burning down, but the, the chemical burns are pretty nice. Tony's gonna love that. 
especially the fact that he's going to have to have the whole place repainted. The back it's, office it's that is. That I don't have hair because if I had hair, I would have burned it all off of me. Uh, most definitely. But um, yeah, it's it's nine o'clock. Lock up. What? Who the, the fuck is this? It's fucking closing time. What the fuck? Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. Hey, what's up? Sir. That guy, the Gippy guy. Yeah. I gotta talk yes. to you. Yes. I remember you. Yeah, you yeah. You recommended these three days ago. movies to me. Yeah. I came in looking for hunting movies. Yes, you hunting movies. I remember. These movies. What what are these movies? Yeah. The Hunt for Red October and Goodwill yeah. Hunting. There's no fucking yes. hunting in these movies. Yes, they yes, there is. And I'll tell you why there is, because the hunt for Red October. They're they're in a submarine, and they're hunting the ocean floor for something. So it's hunting, and goodwill hunting, okay. Goodwill is hunting, okay, for a better life, and a meaning in life. So right. hunting, um, I'm just you know, gonna stop you there, sir. I apologize, as you can tell, my uh, associate here is um, retarded. Uh, and he clearly has no idea what the fuck he's talking about mike the guy's in fucking camo he's got a camo jacket on a fucking camo hat obviously he does not care about that kind of hunting he's looking for guys shooting animals that kind of hunting video creatures yes yeah You, you hear the way he talks he's a fucking redneck okay clearly that's what he's looking for Okay. You know, so this wait, is too much. Sir, this is too sir, much. Sir, sir, turn your head to the left. I need to see if your neck is actually red. That's, he said you're a redneck, so please turn your head to the left. Mike. I need to see what I'm looking at. Um, you know, I, I forgave you the last time I was in here, and I asked for some movie recommendations, and you gave me the last two Bruce Willis releases. Yes. Oof. I mean... Okay. He's he's a I gave you a second chance and you fucked me. Well, all right. I'm gonna make you a deal here, sir. We are going to hard? refund you for all those releases. The hundred ones and the Bruce Willis, because clearly my friend's retarded. Listen, listen, you can't refund him. I already zeroed out the register for the night and put the money back in the scene. We're gonna refund him with a voucher to cover those. Shut up. It's already covered. We're just going to write him a voucher to cover those. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you will get five free releases. Oh, God. Okay. Well, okay. That's one now extra. We're talking. See, All right. th- you, sir, are reasonable. Right. Obviously, this these are... right here is not reasonable. Right. Yeah. And I'm a manager, though. What? See? Well, You're a manager. Why does your store smell like burnt cat piss then? You're not much of a manager. Mike, why don't you tell him about that? I'm saving Bruce Willis's life. I've developed a cure for aphasia, and I'm going to myself into his mother's veins. I'm going to go back to when he was an embryo or a child, just before he was born, and I'm going to go and I'm going I'm going to give him the cure, baby Bruce Willis, the cure, so he never has this aphasia, and he can all he, he can still be making movies like the the Die Hard Six prequel sequel mashup and. 13 monkeys and 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 the story of us too 
getting divorced, getting back together and getting divorced again. Stuff like that. He's got to make those movies. The seventh as, sense. The seventh as sense. As you can tell, he is retarded. But he does have some good ideas occasionally. This, this is a terrible idea. But occasionally he does have some good ones. I will, I will rebuild my lab and I'll come back. The, the bad thing is never. I actually had to teach him earlier how to say aphasia. He was saying Asia and had to teach Asia. him that he wasn't Asia. He had a disease. He wasn't Asian. So, mm. yeah, mm. he's not the brightest. Mm. But he does that know a lot like about movies. China flu. No. China. No, it's not. China. But hey, you that's the unfortunately saw shut up. You unfortunately saw the most recent Bruce Willis releases. So are you actually a Bruce Willis fan? Well, who doesn't love some diehard? Oh yeah. All right. So here's the thing. We were at we're as you can see, you we have the microphone. It's a great companion piece to the story of us. Hmm. So we're going to do this whole podcast where we talk about uh, Bruce Willis films. You want to join us real quick for that? Well, sure. I mean, that's what you're do doing with these microphones here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like some weird sexual thing, and I was just wanting to get out of here. But, I mean, if you're doing a podcast. Yeah, yep, nope, I nope. Okay This is uh, VHS Life helping to promote uh, press play video. You know, one of the few remaining mom and pop actual video stores in the United States, let alone Pennsylvania. So, mm. yeah, Pennsylvania. Thank you for your patronage, by the way. So, uh, since this is a podcast, sir, what 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 is your name? My name is <laughs> DF. Oh no, DF. DF. Dudley. Dudley. Right. Spelled D E E F F. <laughs> oh, Dev. Okay, I like it. Well, DF. I'm John. This is my crippled, retarded friend. Well, I can't even say friend. Um, mm -hmm. This is Mike. Yes, we've met. Yeah, no, I'm sorry about that again. So <laughs> nice to meet. Right, talking about DF. Oh God. So talking <laughs> about Bruce Willis films. I mean, obviously, we have to first and foremost mention fucking Die Hard because that's the quintessential Bruce Willis film. Am I right, guys? Yes, most definitely. I can't argue that. Right. It's the one that even fucking made him a star. So I think we can all agree that that is probably one of his best films. Actually, wait, correction. Moonlighting made him a star. Die Hard. I mean, just if you consider it. being on fucking network TV in the mid 80s as a star. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, especially since it was considered a huge risk to fucking cast him. Why was especially it after Frank Sinatra turned it down? He did? You didn't fucking know that? Die Hard's a sequel, oh. dumbass. Um, did I just blow your mind? Is it a sequel to Live Hard? 
or walk it's hard. a sequel to yeah. i believe it's called the detective starring frank sinatra oh fuck i have that movie that's tom atkins halloween 3 dr chalice tom atkins that's his first film was the detective from 1968 yeah that was uh john mcclain his first appearance really yeah yeah die hard is uh i believe the second book with john mcclain i could be wrong on that i mean i, I don't know i've never fucking read him but uh yeah it was supposed to be the sequel they considered sinatra he was too old he didn't want to do it so they decided to revamp it and just kind of ignore the detective and hence we got die hard as we know it i mean could you imagine though frank sinatra saying yippee kaye motherfucker he could sing it i could see him doing it yeah Nothing old blue eyes couldn't do. <laughs> so yeah, Die Hard is the quintessential Bruce Willis fucking movie. Not just the quintessential Bruce Willis movie, but the quintessential 80s action movie. Now uh, fucking DF, you nailed it right there, man. Without a doubt. But I mean, looking at his career, it's kind of it's kind of sad where it's gone because most people, I mean, current people right now are really going to remember him for a lot of the shit. And now with his current diagnosis of aphasia out there, I think it's understandable that this has been affecting him for a lot longer than probably any of us had any clue. I mean, look at his work because what was his last starring role? Was it uh, Glass? I mean, role where he was actually there on set for more than two fucking days. Midnight in the Switchgrass. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I think that was mostly a Megan Fox film. I I don't think he did a lot in that. I mean, that's based off from my family member, but I still haven't seen it. Hold on. Google. Google. Jesus Christ. What was Bruce Willis's last starring role? It's not answering me. I'm thinking it was glass. iPhone 13 sucks. All right, there we go. I believe it was glass because I I actually right after he was his diagnosis was announced, I watched Motherless Brooklyn because I actually heard good things about that. And I knew he was in that, and no, I think he was on set for like two fucking days, and it was all Ed Norton. I kind of suspect good movie from the trailer. Yeah, good. Good movie, but uh, yeah, Bruce Willis was there for probably like two days. And I, I'm kind of thinking that that's been his career since Glass, since 2019. He's he's pretty much shown up for like a day or two, collected his paycheck and gone home. So what do you guys think about that? Do you think that aphasia has really been affecting him probably in a major way since 2019? Very possible. Do you guys I believe mean, that or? Yeah. Yes. I can't see the guy who was so passionate about his career to take the nosedive it has in the last few years for any other reason besides health problems or yeah, addiction, gambling addiction, <laughs> cocaine. We're not addiction. talking about Nick Cage or John Travolta right now, okay? But uh, but with Bruce, I, I've been kind of thinking about his career. And, you know, these movies are, are shit. 
I've, I've tried to find a couple of them and even us here at press play, we, we don't really carry them. I mean, yeah, we get them in, but then we, we fucking sell them in like two months, which they again, get B movies. At least those two that yeah. Mike recommended to me last time did. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. But think of it this way. The guy knew that he couldn't do this much longer and he was just doing as many as he could to collect as much money as he could to support him and his family, probably for the rest of his life. And the only way he knows how. So you got to give the guy credit for that at least. Yeah. I can't blame yeah. him for that. No, I mean, yeah, these films are, but What's what, what a legacy what? he's left behind. Yes. Well, oh. No, I think I know when aphasia started. Okay. I, I figured it out. Through through a powerful reasoning, I know when it started. Okay. And go ahead, Mike. It's it's Death Wish. Death Wish started his aphasia, and I'll tell you why. Because Death Wish was a horrible fucking film. He was a horrible fucking Charles Bronson wannabe. So that was when the aphasia started. That was when the aphasia yeah. started telling his brain, "I'm taking you over, and I'm going to kill you." Well, I think That's it's clear. It's very clear does, whenever Mike. the aphasia started. It was in The Sixth Sense when he, he couldn't even figure out that he was dead. <laughs> he couldn't remember that he was clear dead. Clear mental issues there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there was that. And then then if you think if you think forward, though, then you have 12 monkeys. Not that I remember 12 monkeys at all. but um, Are you saying... That he caught something from those 12 monkeys, and that's why he got aphasia? Yes, because he was going to make the sequel 13 monkeys, and it never happened. No, the monkeys didn't bite him. I think it was Brad Pitt. I would put money that Brad Pitt did bite him. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But all right, Mm. DF, you were talking about his legacy, and we can all agree, Bruce Willis has had an incredible legacy, ignoring Planet Hollywood. So let's kind of dig into that. Let's really just make this a love fest. Let's talk about our favorite films of Bruce's and what we love about them. And to actually kick things off, Mike, thank you. Uh, One I want to bring forward and think that doesn't get a lot of credit is actually Death Wish. I think it is an actually underrated film. He does very good in it. The action's good. And... uh, yeah, I just don't think it gets enough credit for what it is. Yeah, because it sucks. I haven't seen it. I mean, you should. I mean, are you a fan of Death Wish? Absolutely. Yes, okay. Charles Bronson all the way. Yeah. So yeah. then yeah, imagine I'm the same fan of thing. Death Wish. I want to go beat somebody up with a sock filled with quarters right now. Oh, God, yes, please. That is a great idea. And uh, in this neighborhood, it's an even better idea. However, since you like Death Wish, imagine Death Wish, but with somebody who can actually act. So mm-hmm. already, this wait, one has wait. an advantage. Now, I'm I'm a huge fan of the original Death Wish. That's Just right. Please tell me Bruce Willis at least squints through the whole movie. Of course he does. He's Bruce Willis. Okay. No, he doesn't. He does not. He has the Bronson squint. Okay. No, he does not. I, I mean, he's old. His eyes are sagging. He kind of squints naturally. I mean, he doesn't have the um, chinky eyes that Bronson has, but 
He pisses on Bronson. And I'm happy with that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's probably... If that actually happened on, on fucking set with Charles Bronson, we might actually get some emotion out of the guy. What I'm waiting for is Death Wish 7 with Charles <clears throat> Bronson. Oh. Is that that lookalike? Is that what he's going by the, now? The Italian lookalike that can't speak English, that they dub every dub over him in every movie he does, that would be him. Yes. I really wouldn't be shocked if they did that at all. But, you know, we're talking about Death Wish, and to me, I think one of the absolute best, kind of very loosely connected ones, that's mm -hmm. better than all of them, including including Bruce Willis's remake, is Kevin Bacon and fucking Death Sentence. That was a good film. Fuck yes. yeah, James Wan, Kevin Bacon, full-on sizzling. And uh, just hardcore fucking violence. And it's not a feel-good movie. Like, there's no point you cheer. It, it is more emotionally impactful than any Death Wish. Than all the fucking Death Wish movies put together. You know, there's no matter how many times he gets married and his daughter gets raped. Mm -hmm. Which surprisingly happens a lot for fucking Charles Bronson. Uh, <clears throat> still... More emotionally impactful. Mm. I agree. Wow. And dare I say, that's a mind blower. Dare I say, possibly James Wan's best film. I uh, I can see that argument, but for myself, it's The Conjuring. Um, that film just gets so much right. However. Um. I freely admit that I am biased because that film taps into a lot of personal fears of mine. Uh, I, I'm not big on ghost uh, ghost movies. I, I I haven't been into ghost movies since uh, Ghost of Mississippi. Oh. Rhodes is a pussy. <clears throat> uh, well, Mike, if you had the past that I do, maybe you wouldn't be such a callous. I don't Asshole. understand why you keep bringing that up. What do you, what do you mean? What past? What is your problem? One Maybe day we will talk about it. But as you can see, as you can see, this is water that I have. We're doing better. I'm doing better. I'm trying to be better. So we're, we're just going to focus on the good. No alcohol. You promise. Hey, I uh, hate to interrupt, but do you guys have like any air fresheners, some Lysol or some shit you can... Spray that that cat burnt cat piss smell is really getting to my sinuses. Yeah, Mike. Why, why I'll, 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 I'll I'll take care of it. All right. Continue all right. Your so, um, DF, what would be a Bruce Willis film that you love that you suggest for people to check out? Okay, I'm gonna go a little bit outside the box here, and uh, I gotta go with. 1988's classic box office bomb, Sunset, starring the man Bruce Willis and the legendary James Garner. So, I, okay, I've never heard of this, first and foremost, but this thing bombed? Yeah, uh, it came in with like a $19 million budget, and the box office was a little over $4.5 Oof. Okay, that's that's... 
That's a hell of a bomb there. You're not lying. Okay. Um, so but it, it, it was right. We all know that doesn't mean fucking quality. Yeah, right. It was right before Die Hard, right before he did Die Hard. So he, he was not a household name yet. James Garner was, you Mike, know, put your fucking phone away. He was established, but he hadn't had a hit series since the 70s. So mm-hmm. it also had uh, Mar- uh, Mariel Hemingway and uh, Malcolm McDowell, which Mariel Hemingway was just coming up through the ranks as a young starlet then. And Malcolm McDowell, again, hadn't, you know, he hadn't had any hits since the 70s to speak of. So, uh, but the, the whole basic premise to the film is it's uh, set in the 1920s. It's a, it's a Hollywood noir murder mystery. And uh, Bruce Willis plays Tom Mix, the original Hollywood movie cowboy before Roy Rogers or Gene Autry or uh, John Wayne, any of those uh, guys ever uh, uh, set foot on I'm set. I'm a Clint Eastwood kind of guy. but Oh, hell yeah. Outlaw Josie <laughs> Wells. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyway, they uh, he plays Tom Mix, this l- original movie cowboy, and they're doing a movie, which actually... A movie he, the Tom Mix did in real life, gun, the original gunfight at the OK Corral. And uh, in real life, Tom Mix was friends with the elderly White Earp, who did a lot of That's consulting cool. work in, in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, they had White Earp consult on that film, come in to consult, and him and Tom Mix became good friends. And uh, the, the, the whole premise of the movie is actually the it's fiction supposedly, but uh, they team up to solve a murder mystery. The movie cowboy and legendary sheriff White Earp, and and solve this 1920s Hollywood murder mystery together. Okay, you sold me, uh, Mike. We have that in uh, the old releases, right? Um. um... I'm looking for it right now because I don't think we do have it, but I'm going to find out if uh, Sunset. Let's see. And then Tony fucking texted me while DF was talking. He's an idiot. Like, yeah, I heard he doesn't realize. Yeah, I know you did, but he, he doesn't realize. It's, it's Tuesday's already over. Jackass Forever was put out Monday night. You know, he's really going to start coming to the store more. Because he's he's just well, that's that's what see. managers are supposed to be there for. To uh, he probably wouldn't be asking as many questions actually if he trusted his manager, Mike. But are you trying to say he doesn't trust me? Uh, you did just have to put out some air fresheners because of the back office. I mean, what's in the back office? Uh, that was his whole little uh, explosion with his experiment to save Bruce Willis. Yeah, it's not well. If, if it I was for Bruce, I guess that's okay. Sunset. Yeah. That's not av- that's not even available on Blu-ray. I'm seeing. Wow. Yeah, he did say it bombed really bad. So, Mike, to keep this train trucking. Yes. I'm not even sure if that's a correct right whatever uh mike yeah. what what's uh 
Willis film that you love and would recommend for people to check out? Uh, well, for me, I'm 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 gonna go to um, a very heartwarming film, Die Hard Two. Which, uh, no, although I do enjoy that, but but I'm I'm not gonna go oh, with so that. You're actually gonna be serious this fucking episode, and I'm not gonna have to slap you, and you're not gonna say Die Hard Two, Die Hard Three, <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. Live free or die hard. Die hard. I'm so fucking okay. bad. John doesn't even remember the name of part five or six. Live, six. Live, um, no, six. There wasn't a six. There was only five. Where the hell have you been? There no, was the one with the sun. Die hard. There was die hard. Die hard two. Die hard with a vengeance was three. Live free or die hard was four. And a good day to die hard was five. That's with the sun. Yeah, because Die Hard 4, that was the one where they tried to go PG-13 with it, wasn't it? Yep, yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. then they tried to correct that with Die Hard 5, and and it was written to be a PG script or a PG-13 script, and they just like inserted, inserted uh, random profanities in the dialogue throughout to get it an R rating. Like they gave it, it a is. few Kanye motherfuckers. I've seen it once, and I have no intentions of seeing it again. I've now, never seen it, but I'll have to. Die Hard 3, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Good This film. may not be, I'm sure this isn't the popular opinion, but that's probably my favorite of the series. I can understand that. I can understand that. Which, the I don't know if you guys know it, but the script was not even originally written as a Die Hard film. It was adapted into a yeah. It was film. originally what like Simon says, and then they just shoehorned yeah. John McClane into it, right? And it worked. It, it fucking worked great. That is an amazing mm-hmm. film, and yeah. and one of the early early performances of the Sam Jackson we all know and love. Oh yeah, he's great in that film. I mean, Zeus, that- motherfucker, like the god. That's, that's the one of a lightning bolt up your ass. Yes, <laughs> that is the film where Sam Jackson became Sam Jackson. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah not- no, you're probably right. I was going to say people usually go to Pulp Fiction, but yeah, I, Mike, which one came out first? Um, Pulp Fiction did because that was '94, and Die Hard with a Vengeance was '95. And 95 was also the year of Halloween 6. See, this is why I keep him around. Well, The Rain Man of Horror. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, your pick. The heartwarming... The heartwarming film where he starred with Michelle Pfeiffer called The Story of Us. Rob Reiner. I love that movie. I I, I love it. I went to the theater to see it. Oh, it's so... It's so emotional. And, I thought you, you were know, gonna say, um, I thought you were gonna say, uh, striking distance. I mean, that's also very good, but see, the story of us is a different Bruce Willis. See, striking distance kind of still had that John McClane flavor, and the story of us is just a different Bruce flavor altogether where you could it also see had Sarah like Jessica this. Parker when she was still attractive before all the plastic surgery. Uh, yeah. 
and the late great Robert Pastorelli. Just, uh, yeah. She wasn't naked in it, though. So and it takes place in Pittsburgh. Well, why do you freaking die? Might as well take place in press play. <laughs> All right. So, story of us. Tell me about it, Mike, because I've never seen it. Different Bruce Willis. Blah, much blah, about blah. it. It's just, it's just Rob it's, it's, Reiner. Meathead yeah. directed it. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's just him going through a divorce. Oh, so it's like a family and, drama. Yeah, because you see like how he, the the kids deal with it and all that stuff, and, and, and no, I was both angles of uh, the husband and wife. Yes, it doesn't play right. one sided sound, at all. It does sound interesting, but I'm not into family dramas at all, so I'm gonna have to skip that one. I disagree. I think you should. Uh, we have the Blu-ray right over there because it is available on Blu-ray, so. It's yeah. yeah, just I, I don't know. There's just something about realistic portrayals of, of shit like that that just honestly, I watch films to kind of escape the drama and realism of life and uh watching yeah, it. You've never gone through a divorce. You've never gone through a divorce, so you know, that's not like real life then. So Well, you know, Oh, I mean, Robbie Reiner. Yeah, like he, he has quite a broad spectrum. You know, he, he goes from the Princess Bride to the story of us. You know, that's you know fantasy reality, fantasy reality. But sadly, now we're never going to get the mashup sequel that we all wanted: the Princess yeah. Bride story of us crossover. Yes, or they don't get divorced in by me. the fantasy world. <laughs> They could bring back I mean, Billy Crystal, awesome. even. Uh, why yeah. not? He hasn't been canceled then, yet, has he? No. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, but imagine. God, I wish he would have been hosting the Oscars. Mm. <laughs> Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Uh, slapped the Jewish out of me, too. You know. Fucking Will Smith. Idiot. Much, I mean, God damn, man, how much of a cuck did he just make himself look like? I mean, come on, putting on fucking internet for everyone to see his whole confrontation with his wife that she's cheating on him. And then she's doing fucking press with the kid that she's cheating on him with. And then they go to the Oscars after everything's better. And he has to act like such a fucking hard ass because, oh, mentioned my wife doesn't have hair. Fuck mm. you, you insecure piece of shit. I still like some of his movies, but come on, man. You just made yourself look like such a cuck. Really? Yeah. Yep. Cuck. What would have been, oh, been great? Mike, when you go to uh, Pornhub, type type yes. that in, and there's all kinds of videos that you'll you'll get to enjoy. All right, you talk for a minute. I'm gonna do that because I don't know what a cuck is. So let me let me try to look that up. Jesus Christ. Google, what no. does mean? All right, all right, all right. We're going to keep this train rolling because Mike's a fucking idiot. Well, we've talked about fucking death, the death wish. We've talked about death wish. We've talked about Die Hard. Um, actually, a, a Die Hard sequel that I think actually gets shit on unfairly is Live Free or Die Hard. Uh, I actually enjoy that one. 
I think that's the last good one, as we've all said. But yeah, it gets shit on because it tried to go PG thirteen, oh. but it's got some really good fucking that's action. What it is? It's derogatory. All right, I like that. <laughs> I we'll save you for Rachel. As as they say in the South for you, DF, he's been uh, touched. Oh, he's gotcha. a mite touched. Yeah, but yeah, live free or die hard. I, I think it gets unfairly shit on. Um, I I don't know. The action's really fucking good, and I think Bruce's interplay with Justin Long's really good. And it even has uh, Mike's uh, idol, uh, Kevin Smith. In it. Yeah, Kevin Smith, the great Kevin Smith. Uh, 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 not great. His scene's pretty fucking funny, and I mean, come on, not great. The fact that they brought in uh, Bruce great. Willis's friend from Cop Out, the 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 Mike, what you used to call him, the the Artur, the indie genius, the greatest independent filmmaker ever, I think is what you once described him as. Piece of shit. <clears throat> I'm gonna vomit. <clears throat> yeah. Your personal idol, Kevin Smith, is in it. So I know it's, it's just because of that, it's probably your number one of Die Hard. No, I hate Kevin Smith now. He's a horrible human being. <sighs> just the thought of him is making me sick. What about Jason Mewes? Well, I've never Do you seen hate him too. Um, his wife is a bitch, but I don't hate him. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Correct. I wouldn't say that, uh, Kevin Smith's a horrible human being. I would say that yeah. he's kind of a, a hack director, but you know, that's just Yeah, very hack, very hacky, very horrible human being, and the Widowmaker that he had should have killed him. Wow, that's... That's rough, but uh, all right. Uh, live free or die hard, guys. What What's your uh, opinion on it? I mean, we got a yippie kaye motherfucker at least. Well, uh, a yippie kaye mother bam. Hmm. Decent story, uh, although nothing too original. Uh, not breaking any molds here, but uh, it clicks along pretty quickly and uh, keeps you interested. Plenty of good action. I say check it out. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, like you were saying, it's not wholly original, but but for a diehard film, they, they kept changing the formula up. The first two, pretty similar. Third one, completely different. This one changes the formula again. So they're keeping at least for the franchise, they're keeping it kind of fresh. And then the fifth one changes it again, too, I believe. Yeah, by making it a steaming pile of shit. Uh, but think about it. Even, at least that was an actual diehard movie. The last... You guys got to think about this. The last time Bruce Willis is going to be known for playing John McClane is in a fucking uh, diehard battery commercial. Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> That's it. That's I'll that's take, the last time he played that character. I'll take that over part five, but <laughs> you're just saying that's the last time he's going to be in it. Uh, you're almost convincing me to watch that again, which I don't want to do, but <laughs> at a 
kind of respect for Bruce. I kind of want to give it a second chance, almost just at you saying that. So, but all right, DF, what, what else do you got? You got to have more Bruce Willis films that you like. Uh, I have another, another Bruce Willis film, actually, uh, another favorite of mine, which was also a bit of a box office bomb, and that's none other than Ooh. The Fifth Element. Oh, that's a good one. It is. Get to see Mila, Java, Mila Javovich's boobies. I mean, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Chris Tucker Can't being... I don't know what Chris Tucker was in that movie, but it was entertaining. Well, yeah, nobody knows what fucking Chris Tucker is most of the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's that... Chris Tucker doesn't even know if he's an actor or not, apparently. No, I agree with that. Yeah, no, no. I think he's just really fucking high and gets told to go places and say things, and he does it. Hmm. You could be right. Uh, There are probably worse jobs. Well, that's very true. I have a worse job than that, but... (laughs) But no, Fifth Element's really fucking fun. I enjoy that film. I mean... Uh, just the crazy world that it creates is definitely worth fucking seeing for that. And it, it, it's a shame it, it didn't do better at the box office because I, I really could have seen it being built on, like like you're saying with the, the great canvas that it creates with the first film. No, I, I completely agree. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, you covered it. Uh, Mila boobs, great, great action, amazing universe that it creates. And you can't forget Gary Oldman. He's, he's brilliant in this. Oh, I, I mean, he's so easy. I I usually forget Gary because he just loses himself in every fucking part. Yeah. I mean, you can't watch a film with him in it and then pick him out most of the time. Without knowing, you have to look for Gary in it. I mean, it's not like you watch a film. It's like, holy shit, that's Bruce Willis. You're you're watching something, and you're just like, I know that guy. I know the voice. And then you look at us. Holy shit, that's Gary Oldman. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Dude's yep. crazy. Certified. Fucking he's Dracula one minute, and yeah, fucking Commissioner Gordon, and then Elon Musk of the future. Mm-hmm. Kind of like. Uh... Willem Dafoe, same same difference with him. You know, you go all the way from playing Jesus to playing the Green Goblin. Uh, At, don't remind Mike, he got a little scared when we watched No Way Home of Dafoe. Dude, I got it. I got one of the ultimate Bruce Willis movies, and I know you guys didn't even think of this, and it just popped I didn't think No me. Way Home was out yet. Um. Actually, well, no, yeah. it is. It is out. It is out. But we we watched it early. Yeah, I made the mistake. It actually released um, last Tuesday, April twelfth. I thought it was going to be like a May thing, but uh, no wonder Sony shipped us that. So okay, well, I can forgive you then, Mike, because I I specifically yeah. asked you about it last week when I was in here. Yes, I. I'm usually up on this type of thing, but that I did not remember. Um, 
But as for an amazing Bruce Willis movie where you actually see his schlonger for a little bit. Oh, God, Mike. Uh, the movie Color of Night, where he starred with Jane March. Never um, heard of that. It and it I doesn't surprise me that oh, your first like, thing that I, you bring up is that you see his dick in it. Well, in the unrated... Oh, by the way, DF, his sexuality is very questionable. Is it? Well, all right. Undetermined. Are, you saying, are yeah. you saying it's more fluid than that than that glass of water you're drinking? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Are I you sure? Such. I gotta smell that thing. It's okay. I'm not one to judge, little man. No. <laughs> Actually, I gotta see if that's still available. I'm gonna look. You you talk amongst yourself. No, that movie. I went to the movie theaters to actually see that one, and it's 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 just really, it's really. So he brings up a fucking film that neither of us have ever heard of, and then just tells us to talk amongst ourselves. What a fucking idiot! All right, (laughs) since we've been talking about we've been talking about bombs and films that deserved a better reception. Man, I could I could go either way on this. I could either say Sin City because god damn that deserved more more fucking press and his segment was amazing in it. But you know, he didn't really star in that. Yeah. Hey, it didn't so get a I'm sequel going, though. Finally, it, it got a sequel. It, yeah, it took like fucking 10 years almost, but um I'm going to say Last Man Standing. I'm right on board love, with you, man. Yeah. Critically panned. Film. But it's just a super fun shoot 'em up. Oh, it is amazing. It is probably well, probably one of not only my favorite action films of the nineties, but it is easily probably top four Bruce Willis movies for me. Love what his I love about it, it and yeah. It doesn't waste a lot of time on piddly things like story or plot or character development. It just kills a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. good and it's fun and and if you want the story aspect of it you could watch what is it uh for a few dollars more is that it or is it a fistful of dollars um, I mean, basically exact same plot a few dollars more is a sequel to a fistful of dollars i believe and yeah and either way it's a ripoff of a samurai film so yeah potato but tomato. yeah the action the action in it is amazing uh yeah it doesn't have a great in-depth plot what it has is enough to keep you going and you get bruce willis being this cold gangster that's just real good at shooting people you get fucking christopher walken being christopher walken with a tommy gun come on who doesn't love that and you can't Forget about the whole scene dedicated to Bruce Willis just loading fucking clips with bullets. I mean, uh, (laughs) pretty self-explanatory, yet still impactful. Right, yeah, no, and the fact that they actually take the time to show you that he's just got a bunch of fucking clips. Yes, he came from there. Yeah, it would cost so much to do that now. He could have just, yeah, he could have just sold his bullet he wouldn't have had to done a bunch of shitty movies if he just <laughs> saved the bullets he could have just retired sold those, his ammo and retired on that yeah all those fucking 45s jeez 
Uh, but yeah, amazing, amazing film. If you haven't seen it or if you haven't seen it since the 90s, definitely need to watch that one. That did get so, a Blu-ray uh, release, by the way. It's a I double feature with The Last Boy Scout. Yes. Also, very good film. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. So, Mike, did, did you find out any information about the film that you wanted to talk to us about, about uh, one of Bruce um, Willis's dick? Uh, he plays a psychiatrist, and uh, Scott Bakula's in it. And, um, Does not travel through movie. time? No, unfortunately not. Is Scott Bakula inside Bruce Willis, and that's why we see um, his dick? Is there a guy smoking no. a cigar? No, because what happens is, um, I believe Scott Bakula gets killed. Because um, I'm, I'm trying to remember back to it, yeah. Because oh boy, Scott gets killed. So Bruce Willis takes over his practice, from what I remember, and this patient, um, kind of like, is is like insane or crazy, and like develops a fucking attraction to him or some shit. And they do a lot of like fucking in a pool. Well, that's not comfortable. Sounds like a ripoff of Fatal Attraction. That's what I was thinking. The only difference is in Fatal Attraction, they didn't fuck in a pool. And you didn't see a dick, you saw a vagina. You did, but this is now you see the the the, the Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, Mike, I know you've seen plenty of dicks. How would you rate Bruce Willis's dick? I don't remember because I am actually going to get the Blu-ray because it has the two hour and two minute theatrical cut and the two hour and 20 minute director's cut. Jesus so I Christ. Believe I'm going to get it. It's a two disc set. Each version is on its own disc, which gives it. So the that's what you were fucking doing. Instead of talking to us on the podcast, you were ordering that yes. piece of shit film. Yes. All right. Moving on. DF, you got another one for us? Yes. Sure, sure. Probably the the best Bruce Willis film. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm, I'm nice. ready. G.I. Joe Retaliation. Never seen it. Don't. It's horrible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Rock, Bruce Willis, Ray Stevenson, a dead Tan Channing Tatum, or Tatum Channing, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, mm-hmm. None of these guys can save that steaming shit pile of a film. <laughs> wow, I must be really bad. It's unfortunate. But I, I do love me some red. Oh, okay. That one's really fun. Great getting to see him and Morgan Freeman and John Malkovich together. No, yeah, yeah. It, it's It's... It's a lot of fun because it, it mixes decent action with some pretty good comedy, which Bruce Willis is pretty good at, actually. Yeah, it, it was no, kind of in the same vein uh, as the Expendables, you know, uh, just bringing in the big names together. And speaking of which, you know, he was in the first two Expendables films. Yep. So, uh, which I was disappointed. I think that was the start of his cognitive decline it had to be because when when i heard i was excited when i heard bruce willis was in the cast of the first expendables i i thought okay he's gonna be in there kicking ass john mcclain and he does nothing in the movie 
And then in Expendables 2, he again does nothing in the movie. Yeah, and then they replaced him in three. When With Harrison Ford. So that, that was kind of a, you know, it maybe a little step up or at least on the, uh, you know, replace John McClane with Indiana Jones. That's yeah. <laughs> level. Playing. I'm wondering in the Expendables four, who's going to be that type of character, or if there is even going to be that type of character in the film. I don't know. I'm very curious about that. I, I don't know what they're going to do with with it. Honestly, uh, yeah, because Terry Crews isn't even in it. Yeah, I thought Terry Crews was. Uh, no, he. Uh... He had something about how he was being sexually harassed and actually backed out of it. Hmm. Wow. So, yeah. Doesn't well, just happen Stallone, to you, bitches. Stallone was only on set for like a week or two, so apparently he's not going to be in the whole film. Oh, wow. So I, yeah, and he's already said this is his last Expendables film, that if they make any more, Statham's going to take over the lead. So I'm saying they're probably going to kill him off early in the film. Oh, uh, that would yeah, okay. I could go with that. I could go with that. I shit. Per- I'm really curious. Personally, I think they should have uh they should have just ended it with uh with uh, Expendables 2. I mean, you can't really top that. Chuck Norris telling a Chuck Norris joke. I mean, that's true. What, what are you that's gonna true. do to top that? The third one's not bad. No, it's not. I, I enjoy it still, but it's just it, Expendables 2. It it was yeah. what sequels are supposed to be. It was bigger and better. No, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, it was the Terminator 2 of the franchise and everything else is just it doesn't live up. So Yeah. I've never seen any of them still. Jesus Christ. Alright, Mike, wow us with your next pick if you would be so kind sir um red three there's not a red three there there is though see they were gonna make it but then he got aphasia so they're not gonna make it now i hate you sometimes (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. Oh, do you, that was you just have to stay song. here all day with him, John. Uh, every day? Not every day. No, I actually have a a full time job. This is just part time. Oh, thank God, man. Or they Still, were also going to do. They, they they were also going to do Rambo Six, but then he got aphasia, so he's not going to do it now. He was going to tell you talking about Rambo. He's trying to be funny and not realizing that (laughs) this is funny at all. So, (laughs) all right. I am, uh, I'm stuck here because for my last pick, I don't know because these are two Bruce Willis movies that I think are great. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to tell us one out is kind of like an honorable mention and just to kind of get them both in there and cheat. But uh, not that we set a, a limit or anything, but I'm going to say uh, Looper is one you should definitely check out. It's definitely not for everyone. Uh, really interesting time travel, kind of figuring it out. Mystery, time travel, mystery, Bruce Willis, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Very entertaining, but 
My admin time travel. My absolute favorite. Well, actually, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a young Bruce Willis in it, and he does a good job. So he's like moonlighting Bruce? Yeah, right around that time. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. They're both assassins, except Bruce Willis gets sent back from the future. And uh, young Bruce Willis is trying to kill old Bruce Willis. And Hmm. old Bruce Willis is trying to kill somebody who's going to become a huge mob boss in the future. So he's trying to kill a child, basically. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt's trying to kill him. And yeah, if you haven't seen it, really, really recommend you do see it. And uh, recently came out on 4K, right, Mike? Yes. And I have to go watch Looper because Looper is the key to saving him. He doesn't understand that this is fiction. I, I think, uh, Mike, you uh, you might be better to try to go back in time and save young Michael J. Oh. Loops. Loops scare me. Save, save young Loops. Michael J from us. Yeah. Save us from I mean, young Michael J. I mean. He also spent a lot of time in that room with those chemicals that exploded. But my favorite, absolute favorite Bruce Willis movie of all time, mm-hmm. 12 Monkeys. I think it is an incredible film with top-notch performances. Uh, <clears throat> sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, I, you got fucking. I Bruce must interject. Willis. I do not think Brad Pitt was acting in that film. <laughs> Either way, his performance—whether it be an actual performance or just him being batshit crazy—great. Uh. Bruce Willis was fucking amazing in that film. Uh, The direction of Terry Gilliam, amazing. Uh, Just the mythos of time travel and mental illness, what's real, what's not, the mystery of the disease. Such, such an amazing film. Oh, my God. If if you haven't seen it since it came out in the 90s, you really need to do yourself a favor and check this out. And actually, Arrow will be putting it out on 4K. So make sure and grab that. Weren't they going to do a 12 Monkey series at some point? They did. I, I think they there's did. like three or oh. four episodes or seasons of it. Well. Hmm. Mike, did you have a stroke? I, what, what's why fuck, does his face look like that? Why does his face? Look I have like it that? now. Oh, I have it now. I I I I have it. You guys with your picks, you, you you you. I have it. And see, here's the thing. Because when I went to see Twelve Monkeys in the theater, when it first came out, I hated it, and I always tell everybody that I thought the popcorn was better than the movie. Because that's back when I ate popcorn with butter and I put butter on the popcorn and I sat there and I ate the popcorn during the whole movie and I was like, hmm, this popcorn's good, but the movie sucks. But now I realize, now I realize I have to watch Looper and 12 Monkeys and I have to loop them together. and Watch them, them on a loop. Yes. And, you and crazy bastard, it just might work. To save Bruce Willis. 
I, I think I think you should try it. And um, yeah, uh, there's actually a guy uh, uh, 20, 20 miles away selling a DeLorean. So oh, I'll give you his information here, Mike. Do that because I need to go and get this done as soon as possible. Right. Then I have uh, a Fantastic Voyage and watch Fantastic Voyage, watch Looper, and then watch. I don't have to watch Back to the Future. I've seen that plenty of times. But what about Inner Space? Oh, Dennis Quaid. No, Fantastic Voyage will cover the Inner Space because Inner Space it's is way like better Fantastic than. Voyage. Yeah, Inner Space is way, way more entertaining. Okay. First off, not true because Donald Pleasance is in Fantastic Voyage. That and doesn't mean Donald anything. Pleasance is not in inner space. If Even Dennis Big Dom can't in, save inner space or Fantastic Voyage. Yeah. Sir, let me let me just tell you something. I disagree with that statement. I think that you're well. I disagree with your movie recommendations. You fucked me the last two times I've been in here. Let me let me He's tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm going to go back to my Donald Pleasant's wall back there that has all of his movies together. It's most on Blu-ray now because that's what we're doing. And I'm going to give you everything that there is on that wall, and you're going to take it home, and you're going to watch it. Who's Donald Pleasant? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, he was the old guy in Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dead, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He died a while ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, most people only know him from the Halloween series, which, let's face facts, he was good in two of them. And uh, I think he had a bit part in the James Bond movie. Past that, no one really knows who he is. Mike, for some reason, has an unhealthy obsession with uh, the guy. He seems to think that he's like uh, Bruce Campbell or something. But we all know that he's... Oh, the fact that I have to keep telling people who he is proves that he's a fucking nobody. Nobody knows who Bruce Campbell is. Bruce well, Campbell's a, a DF. Do you know who Bruce Campbell is? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Army of Darkness, uh, Evil mm -hmm. Dead, okay. and uh, a whole ton of other B movies. Uh, the, uh, the Big Chin uh, Freak, Briscoe County Junior. Yeah. Hell yeah. Great show. series. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. We're not doing a Bruce Campbell episode because, see, Bruce Campbell doesn't have aphasia, so I don't have to save him. Black Friday. That's that's actually uh, new releases. If you'd like to, that one's on the house with with the the ones that you know we owe you. So, you sir, I will take your recommendation. All right, uh, it's not necessarily great, but you know it's, it's 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 a bad Bruce Campbell movie, and it's free, so. I know what I'm getting into with Bruce. I'll be yeah. all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, DF, do you got any more? What, like, what? what's your absolute favorite? Look who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's look who's talking, too. Oh, now we're talking. Oh, my God. He's just going to keep doing this. No, this is it. That this is the key. No, uh, so um, <laughs> we're just moving on because 
he clearly doesn't have any picks. He barely knows who Bruce Willis is. He's mostly focused on Donald Pleasance. I mean, you saw the tears streaming down his cheeks when we were talking about how nobody even remembers who he it fucking is. It was a little is. creepy. Literally, when Tony said that we should do a podcast. Yeah, I know it's creepy. When, when Tony said we should do a podcast, Mike started screaming and said, oh, my God, we need to call it a piece or pieces. What was it? Pieces or a piece of Pleasance. And it was going to be completely focused on the life and career of Donald Pleasance. Um, Still going to happen. I laughed. Tony that. laughed. And then uh, we we decided not to do that because no one would fucking listen to that. Because nobody fucking knows who Donald Pleasance is. But I got it. Okay. But listen. So so let me tell you. So here's how. Here's what we're going to do. The DeLorean, when you give me that guy's information, we're going to go back. I'm going to go back to the night that Bruce was conceived. Okay? And then you're going to dress in, in blackface with a, with a ski mask on. Okay? And then we're going to go into the house where they're going to be doing it. And then what you're going to do is you're going to inject me into his father's scrotum. And then what's going to happen is I'm going... To shoot out with the sperm, and I just sent you the guy's information. That. You should look at that. Read it aloud, actually. <laughs> Why don't you tell us all the guy's information, Mike? You said shut the fuck up. <laughs> There we go. That is some of the best advice this podcast has ever given to you, Michael J. And uh, to our listening audience, you are welcome. Look who's not talking now. <laughs> so, uh, DF, since you have joined us throughout this, we kind of do like a staff pick at the end of each episode. Just kind of give people little recommendations on something to check out. Um, uh, just to kind of give you an idea. It's basically the exact same thing we've done this entire show. Um, so, nothing new but uh i'm gonna suggest people check out hudson hawk um not great but kind of funny bruce willis comedy so he he tried to be comedian and didn't succeed but you know it, it's worth checking out yeah he stepped out of his comfort zone and you got to give him props for that yeah he, he was already proven as an action star and then he said you know what i want to be a funny action star and no one went to see it but it is kind of funny well, no one speaking of movies, no one went to see. No one went to see Sunset either, and it's still a great film. It oh. actually is. I will say that it actually is a good film. It, it just is criminally, criminally, criminally underseen. All right. Well, uh, that's our customer pick, and I will be actually checking that one out. Mike, what is your staff pick? Um, I'm going to go with the trifecta of Looper, 12 Monkeys, and Look Who's Talking. I mean, I can't argue with that because, like I said, 12 Monkeys is my favorite Bruce Willis film. Looper is great, and Look Who's Talking, I enjoyed as a child. I don't know if it's good now or not. Yeah, but that's the that's the trifecta. If you watch those movies you will save Bruce Willis. All right. Mike is clearly 
still high from whatever the fuck he had going on in the back. Uh, DF, thank you so much for uh, actually hanging out and talking. It was fun. You're an intelligent guy. Uh, I forgive your your you know wardrobe choices, but yeah, uh, feel free. Grab uh, Black Friday on your way out, and uh, yeah, enjoy the uh, the other four free rentals on us. So awesome. Um and everybody be sure and check out press play video this place rocks goddamn right and um uh mr df if you'd like um i can paint your neck red because he said you're a redneck so i can do that for you mike do you actually you have no idea what a redneck is okay um Redneck is so now used as a derogatory term for someone from the south or very rural areas. However, uh, those people also kind of take pride in it because it originates actually from around kind of our area in West Virginia from uh, miners because they would wear a red handkerchief around the back of their neck, meaning they were part of the original union. So... So wait, so they were rebel badasses, not like Confederate rebel, but like they they rebelled against the the horrible mining companies and created unions and made their lives better. Right. So slavery. No. Ah. So, but but can a redneck also be a cuck? Can it be like a cuck redneck or a redneck cuck? Sure. Why not? Hmm. That sounds interesting. We're just it. like you, Mike, only a different color. Ah. Yeah, you're red. I get it. No, red. no. Red people are our Native Americans, Mike. We're not allowed to call them Indians or Redskins anymore. That's why the, the fucking... Cleveland uh, Champions or whatever the fuck? Yeah, yeah. They had uh, to change their name. <laughs> it took them like a year fucking. to do it, too. You know, they had I'm no name for a year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it fucking lasted as long as it did in all reality. Are they the Cleveland baseball team? Like the Washington football team? Retards. Mike, we can't say that word unless we're actually describing a retard like you. Right. Okay. So then potentially have mental retardation. So I can call you a retard. Uh, it's not my fault I blew up the back of the store. I really think I did some damage to my brain. Well, I think I think your father did that. I mean, I mean late trimester no. sex is not the best idea. No. Or maybe it no. was your mom cheating with all those black guys with the huge cocks. Or it could have been drugs. No, they, I'm well, a man George. Oh, the drugs. The drugs. Yeah. I, I, I heard a rumor. That I swallowed shit in the womb. Like I swallowed her shit. I forget what they call that. But that that's an actual thing. And if you swallow shit, it makes you stupid. Well, you should never go from ass to vagina. I'm just saying that's um, how people get infections. Hey, I saw a light and I just went fucking towards it. I don't know where the fuck I was going. And the best advice we will ever give you mike is the next time you see a light go towards it whether it's while you're asleep mm-hmm. in the street yep. in a train tunnel on the subway yep exactly go towards the light i will do that 
I will do that. So with that great advice for our retired, re- retired, our <laughs> retarded Michael J. <laughs> we are going to call it a night. So make sure and stop by press play video for all your fucking needs. And also, I don't know. Have some fun, rock out on Saturday night, and make sure and get some fucking drinks. Because you only live once, people. Fucking COVID has showed us that this shit can go by at any moment. So enjoy it while you fucking can. Right on. (laughs) You scare me. If you saw half the shit I've seen, Mike, you'd be petrified. We have to have a talk because I don't know what the fuck you're saying or what you mean or anything.
over. You can't start over. Put my foot up your ass, you dumb motherfucker. Say it. You were gonna call me a nigga, weren't you? No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. Why were you gonna call me? Asshole. How's that, asshole? You got some fucking problem with me because I'm white, Zeus? Is that it? Huh? Have I oppressed you? Have I oppressed your people somehow? I'll tell you what your problem is. You don't like me because you're a racist. What? You're a racist. You don't like me because I'm white. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.